which for some reason is becoming a regu- regular schedule. Well, and I don't like it. That's not great. No, not great at all. I mean, I had I had some ladies in until twenty after. So, well, why didn't you kick them out? Why didn't you say I have to do the hit podcast, Green and Lo- Lewis? Don't I you know the, who I am? I wanted their money. So what? You don't need their money. We got Patreon money, baby. Where? Twenty six whole dollars. That goes to my yeah, subscriptions. Do you know, do, yeah, do you know how much I see of that? Part of the hosting fee. Goose you egg. don't deserve any of it. You need to earn your keep around here, and who, maybe you'll start getting some Who Patreon. edited the last episode? You, okay. Well, you want to keep track And maybe of these? the one before that? You want to keep score about this? Hush puppy? You got to put the number before the episode, by the way. It really bothers me. I have to go back in and fix it after you do it. I don't... I have the feed nice and organized, and you're mucking it up with your Zoomer aesthetics. I... Leaving out the number. I, no, I usually follow your style guide. Yeah, well, you're not doing it. The last two times you haven't done it. I think what's happening is you're like, what number episode is it again? I'm not going to bother to get my no, phone out I, and actually I check. No, I check every time because I never know. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, the thing is you have to put it in the title, not just in the slug for the page. You also have oh, to put it in, in the title itself with a colon. I don't think anyone needs that. I need it. I don't think anyone needs I that. I need it. We did it for 180 some, some something oh. episodes in a row. Well, And now you're gumming it, it up. What does it tell you about it that I didn't even notice? That it was incorrect when I was listening to it after I well to be frank I think it. you're correct that no one else also notices yeah but again I notice and oh, okay. you know my tism is very bothered by a oh, disordered okay. list fair yeah that makes sense I had one of one of my coworkers basically accuse me of being autistic today she was like how do you have such a good memory and I was like I don't I don't remember my oh. own life but I do remember numbers. I remember inventory numbers like it's my job, which I guess it is. It is your job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. But I do. I remember certain things. I can remember when particular people did certain things. I remember when things were hanging on certain walls. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I can't remember my own life at all. I couldn't, well, I couldn't tell you what people say to me. Nothing like that. There's no narrative to it. They're hmm. just flashes. They're like a montage in an A24 movie. You know? Like I'm about to get killed Ugh, or something. Yeah. Look, look, A24, the land of like derpy murders and, and things like that what, what was the one knives 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 or what what was the one movie i have no idea with pete davidson oh bodies 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 sure apparently that movie doesn't suck red letter media reviewed that and they gave it a favorable wow. nod which i thought was kind of incredible and they seem to surprise themselves i don't like a rachel senate gotta say uh i only know her from being stav's girlfriend is she like more famous yeah. than that? I know she's in that movie, but I was like, she was what? in Shiva Baby, or uh, yeah, Something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She's very odd looking to me. I hesitate to call people ugly, but I don't like. Well, her. She's got one of those faces where you're like, I don't trust you, and I don't know what it is, but like she's she's looks like she's the kind of girl who's like nice to you at first, and then is immediately talking shit about you. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gives that vibe off 1,000%. And people are like, oh, she's just funny and catty. And then you're like, no, she's actually a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't do... You have to... If you're going to be a bitch, you have to be really sweet most uh-huh. of the time otherwise. Agreed. But I'm going to guess also that that's just the character that she plays in things, even though I've never seen her in anything. I'm going to I'm gonna venture out on a limb here, Oh. break new ground, and say that actually is probably just... Typecast? Who she's cast as, yeah. Oh, well... But she does look like that, so it's good. Yeah, well. You know? Mm. Hey. Anyways. Yeah, it's so late at night. Yeah. Yeah. Your memory's bad. My memory sucks. I have no memory of, you know, after like 8 p.m. last night, so. Why? What were you up to? You know, day drinking, watching the Rihanna concert that was bracketed by CRT. Oh, nice. You stole that joke from Twitter. I saw that. Yeah. You can't, you can't pass one over on me. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. 
See, you have memory. You do have memory for words, not just numbers. Oh, see? You know. Yeah. Well, I, I figured, did you actually watch the whole game or did you no. guys just watch the halftime show? Is that like a gay tradition? They like don't put on the sports ball, but then when the halftime show's on, you have to gawk it. One bar had the, the full sports. Oh, one bar was going to play the sports ball and we we're like, eh, not here. Um, went to a quiet place and then they were like, eh, we'll put it on. Fuck it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, why not? It's a tradition. I mean, you might also have seen on Twitter or on Instagram, there was an amazing uh, iPhone picture that someone on a plane took last night. Oh. And every single person was watching the Super Bowl except for one guy that was watching the Will Smith juggernaut hitch. (laughs) And the caption was, this person should be killed. They're a menace to society. And you know what? I agree. Hitch of all movies. Yeah. That person was either one of the funniest people of all time. Or truly, they're so out That's of touch. That's not that even on like an airplane like monitor. I feel like it would be. That does feel like an airplane archive movie. That would like be a there. low license fee to have yeah, Hitch. Yeah, hundred percent. It does yeah. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you see the Tubi commercial on the Super Bowl? Let's get all the Super Bowl stuff. I didn't out watch of the way. any ad. I didn't oh, watch anything except didn't. for that. Okay. Well, you know that everybody loves the ads. Usually, eh. it's a big event. All the ads sucked. Yeah. Except for one, which was which was an ad for Tubi. Do you know that service? I only like see the icon. I don't think I've ever actually used it, but it's like low budge streaming. I think. Yeah, it's like streaming for like your mom who wants like free TV. Yeah, basically, it's like made for TV movies, but now they just make them for this like shitty streaming service. Right. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Anyway, their ad was a very convincing uh, meta advertisement where the screen looks like it's going back to the to the football game like two announcers appear and the the like roku icons are on the bottom it looks exactly like what many tvs look like and it starts to switch the channel and in the moment i was the one with the remote i like reached for it like am i sitting on it like what's happening there was mass confusion in the room oh and it turned out it was just the ad being meta and it's and a lot of people had that experience i mean that's that's probably good advertising people are talking about Tubi. Amazing. I mean, I, I remember it. I thought it was like clever for its part. I don't remember anything they said in the ad. Yeah, I don't think it was no like one's particularly use it. funny. No, 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 no. But just the 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 uh, fidelity of the like fake out was yeah. amazing. Huh. It looked very real. Like there wasn't a, any additional like vignette around the image. You know what I mean? It yeah, like yeah. looked like a TV screen. I was like, how did they do that? Did they pay extra to like make sure the formatting was like yeah. to the screen and not to the like 16:9 ratio that's usually a broadcast? Yes. You know, they must yeah. have done that because yeah. it was like it was amazing. Huh. So, that's my cool Super Bowl ad. Oh. What did you think of the Rihanna concert? Eh. It was middling. I I mean, do we think of Rihanna as a singer? No, 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 no. You know. Well, I, I read later that she's notorious for lip syncing, which was very odd. It was I mean, so everybody's yeah. going to do that during the Super Bowl anyway, yeah. but it was she was not really trying. She was pumping in a little bit. A little. But sometimes she would just turn away from the microphone while like the vocals were going on. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I um, mean, yeah. Uh, and she wasn't moving a lot, and she was very obviously pregnant. Yes. A- but I guess nobody knew that. No one knew that. No, no, no. Which is weird because it was so obvious. I was like, uh, she's oh. really good at keeping those secrets. I just don't check in with like Rihanna. Well, because everyone's, you know, you're having all these kids, but I guess we're not getting another fucking album anytime soon. Yeah, know? I guess not. Auntie was the last one. But anyways, I enjoyed the medley. I thought it was fine. I thought yeah. she was going to bring out Kanye during all the lights, and I was like, that would have been a boss ass move. But it would have been no. I think the not. NFL probably had that planned about two years ago, yeah. and then was like, we're Whoops. not doing that. Yeah, it, yeah. well, because it was 
we're trying to figure out like so what are the guests going to be because there's always like you know you have your main star and then you bring it was out some people. supposed to be kanye she did two kanye songs oh it was oopsies. definitely supposed to be yay and then you know he hooks up with alex jones and oopsie. we know how that goes yeah oh <laughs> no that oh that does make sense yeah Oops. it was it definitely was oh shit because yeah. that would have people would have been like whoa what the fuck they should have done it i mean everybody would have loved it you know mm. I, the nfl's got too much on the line to get any no, flack no no, no 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 yeah no they're like we're not doing any extra hooting any nonsense up in here because they don't want to have any more janet moments or mia flipping the camera off moments you see know? i don't think they mind like the janet moments or even really the mia one what they don't want is negative attention because it's like you got colin kaepernick kneeling people don't like this they don't like their football politicized okay like americans well, you don't want your football to you don't want to have to think about joe biden while you're you know while you're doing that that's not uh, what that activity is for so they don't like that and they just had that guy that almost died because he had like a near fatal heart oh, attack yeah 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 and they're like, all right, enough. We're Maybe good. we would have brought out Kanye if Demar Hamlin hadn't almost kicked it live on camera. Yeah, but we're not, we're not risking and it not this time. stop the game. Yeah. yeah, for like a half hour. They're like, no, no, everybody. no, no. They just canceled that game. I don't think they replayed that game. And that guy wasn't walking again until like now. Yeah. He was he was at the Super Bowl, like prominently featured as a guest oh. of the NFL commissioner. And it was like a big deal. Yeah, because he he's could, alive. He could sue them for everything. I don't think he can now. No, I think in players' contracts they just can't. They're you know NFL's limited liability. They're like you get hurt. I mean you signed up to do this, whatever. And I think frankly, guess, football yeah. players feel that way too. It's only yeah, liberal pussies that don't watch football that care. All the players are like, whatever, it happens, man. I mean, or it they're like, though? it's probably the booster, which you know, you know what side of that. Are. Okay, so. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a good thing we don't have any money to be poached or your salary would have just gone down. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> uh, got, got that sweet, sweet tax return just Did you there. really? Yeah. You finally got it, huh? Yeah. Well, that, fe- that must feel nice. You're going to put it in your savings account or perhaps in a 401k and invest in your future? I was going to maybe get a Roth. Or wait a minute. All of the IKEA purchases make sense now. Yeah. I got. Yeah. Someone got a little headwind and was like, well, I can blow this to paycheck. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I wanted it and I needed, you know, one thing. And then you can't go leave Ikea with one thing. True. But you, you you got quite a haul. No. I mean, even by, you like to go to Ikea just for fun. This is much like Target and sitting in traffic. One of your favorite things to do is go to Ikea and buy like napkins. And that's it. <laughs> well, I wanted to get a new tablecloth after the wine incident and yeah. they, they did not have any. And I said, oh, shit. Um but then they were like, mm, last chance for these orange pillowcases. And I was like, Sick. I like them. I like them. I I, it was, was a good, a good move. yeah, it was a good color. And I was like, mm, I'll buy four. Yeah. What's the plastic box for? Oh, just like putting stuff in. I tried to get it for the bathroom and then I used two oh. and I was like, they're huge. Oh, okay. Just for putting odds and ends in because so we it, don't really have like a table by the door for keys and such. I perhaps almost, you can throw your change in there. I almost bought a shoe table or a shoe cabinet that was really narrow. Okay. So you put your shoes in it, and it would fit right at the end of the hallway, and then we can put keys on it. Hmm. But then I was already spending $160 on the wardrobe. Well, I'm glad you ran into money at the end, because the last thing we need is things that take up floor space. Yeah, I was like, eh, I don't want to spend enough. I don't want to hit three. Yeah. I'm trying to like get out with you know reasonably at two, and I went a little over, but you know it's fine. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, if you can walk away with a piece of furniture for under three, yeah, that's a great deal. I mean, is it shitty particle board? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so whatever. It's okay. It's not bad. It's nice. It's a nice object. It seems nice, yeah. I took a look at it. I took a little peeksy in there. Yeah. Oh, to the, see. Uh, wardrobe. Yeah, I just wanted to see what it looked like. It's nice. 
it's I, huge. You know, to be to be frank, thought it was taller. Oh, it's it's fine in height. Mm. I have nothing to say about the uh, cabinet itself. What I thought was going to happen was that we were going to move those boxes in there, and that thing was going to sit in the box for mm, two and a half weeks. No, I can't. No. Uh-huh. And then maybe when you had three days in a row off, it would finally be assembled. But you uh, did you did a good job. I went to Gim after work the next day and then assembled it uh, then. Nice. So I was hammering Ikea shit together until like 1030 at night. Well, it's just p- retribution to our neighbors for their incessant noise making. Yeah, I was like, well, whatever, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, This is early matter. by standards. Absolutely. You know? um, and then I was like, okay, got to throw all this. Now I don't have to look at bins. Yeah, I have to throw out the one that's up there, but you know. No, that's a that's a good move. That's been ten years in the making. I know the jettisoning of the bins. Well, I the problem is that the thing only has one shelf, and I thought mm. it came with shelves, but I apparently have to install shelves. Oh, that's bullshit. That's how like, they get you. I'm like, how the fuck? How the f- these are stupid dimensions? So now it's custom cuts at fucking mm, Home Depot. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, everything's like twenty five and three eighths of an inch because the, the outside dimensions are the ones that are like even numbers yeah yeah uh-huh and i'm like what the fuck do i do because i want to like be able to put other shit on things i'm like oh fuck me god damn it let me take a look at that if they're small cuts and you want me to do it at work i can do that pretty easy next time i drive there oh yeah just that ain't, that ain't no big deal we got a table saw and stuff find some particle board you don't even care if it's just scraps you don't even want it to be like a certain kind of I wood or the right fucking color gator board at this point yeah what about just like two pieces of half inch foam core taped together not taped together. That's a little gross. What about hot glued together? Then you got an inch of foam core. That's I don't that's like strong. seeing the. That'll hold like a hundred pounds. I don't want to see the lines. Okay. On the side, I can you put know. some like twill around the edge, like it's a Larry Poons painting. Oh, maybe. I, I you really, love twill, actually. I know I love that. So that's not the worst thing in the world. Hey, you know I'm talking too much about work, but uh, anyway, I saw on a painting at work. Let's just say an artist of this era. Uh huh. Um, who's uh. Anyway, yeah. who makes who makes uh, deck awnings? Burn? Or, you know, picnic t- picnic table looking paintings, colorful plaids. You Danny know who B. I'm talking about no Kenny N. That sounds bad. Kenny N. <laughs> don't, don't keep I don't saying know who it. it is. Kenneth Nolan. Oh, I saw yeah. Kenneth, oh yeah, yeah. I saw Kenneth Nolan painting at my job that had. Those don't look like tablecloths. A lot of them do, man. Mm. They do. They look like awnings. Oh, awnings, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of awnings up in there. Yeah, they look he's like dead. a it's Caribbean fine. awning. Right? Yeah, he's dead. Okay. He's been, he been dead. Mm, I don't know. He chiefed them cigs real hard and died up old Vermont way. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So I saw one of his paintings, and it came back from the conservator, mm-hmm. and it, it had been unstretched since the 1970s, so there was no extant stretcher for it. So they, we had to do this whole song and dance about getting a custom stretcher, and the painting wasn't perfectly square, so the stretcher's hard to make. It was actually an interesting process. Right. I nerd out on this kind of stuff, but long story short, it got stretched, and the convention back then would have been to put it in one of those like silver float frames, you know? But we don't like to follow conventions of back then anymore because fuck the past. We don't respect the past. Well, we don't care. Collectors now won't go for that. The convention is unframed. So guess what they did? Taped it? No. They put the twill around the edge like I've seen on a lot of other paintings. Yeah. They spice it up a little bit. Black twill. Ooh. Black twill edge on a painting. I got to tell you. Kind of sexy. As a solution for like not wanting to frame it but wanting to be slick, it looked real good. That's not bad. It looked really nice. And I was like, I didn't even know like inch and a half black twill existed. Yeah. I mean I guess there's lots of applications. It's for just that. ribbon. Yeah. yeah. It's not I only it's s- I only see, you know, yeah, I guess backpacks have that, you know. Yeah. So 
Anyway, that looked really nice, and I had never seen that on a painting before. It made it look like it was that on black canvas. That seems a little French. That's a very Frenchy convention. It seemed kind of fussy. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. You know, I always wonder if it's for a certain client. Like if they have somebody in mind, they'll make certain moves they oh, would like. Yeah, of course. That kind of stuff happens a yeah. lot. So who knows? Huh. But it was kind of cool. That's that's not bad. Bitch yeah. to clean though. Yeah, it's gonna get dusty and shitty and. Oh, yeah. so quickly. Do you know how many incidents we have, like condition problems of things coming in because the cleaning lady didn't know it was art? That happens to Donald Judd works quite oh, yeah. often. Because they have that these plexi fr- gets fucked. Plexi, or they have these like fragile uh, metal finishes that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, fuck it. You can just take the Trader Joe's like all purpose cleaner you can't to put it. Fantastic and then it tarnishes it, it yeah. a year later, oh, turns yeah. it into a Rauschenberg all of a sudden. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That happens all the time. That's, I mean,. Mm. I want to say that's normal. It shouldn't be normal, but what? whatever. It's also powder coat. A lot of the powder coated ones should be fine. They chip. Yeah, they chip like a bitch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, it's better than... No, yeah. rich people treat their art like shit. I think it's yeah. because, I mean, it just to them, it's like the same thing as an Ikea frame. They're like, oh, I'll just it's get just another one. It's just a poster, one. yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Right. So, it, yeah, things get fucked up all the time really bad. Oh, yeah. In, in ways that are surprising, you know? Well, because there's, uh, you know... How many people are handling it too? That are like, eh, whatever. What, what's Swayla doing with the, uh, the Dana over there? Oh yeah, I mean, I think if the if the staff in the house has to move anything, they they often have no clear conception of anything's value, or well, they just get used to being around things like that, so they don't. Well, it's also like regard it. You know, think about it. Like truly, if you need to move a painting, you should be calling your gallery liaison or whatever to send some some schleppers over yeah but you don't want to deal with that because you don't want to pay for it so that, you're like mm, yeah. fuck it even if they didn't make you pay for it a lot of time people just don't want strangers in and out of their home i mean that's what i've realized over time about going into rich people's homes is like if you're rich all day long people are coming there's in a and parade of, of people yeah. coming in and out of your house and i think that's got to be disruptive i would not like that it, it makes sense now you know everyone thinks of it as like super snotty and elitist to have like service ways for staff people and I'm like, no, if I was rich, I would absolutely institute that. Keep the pores behind the walls. I want to oh hear God. them and not see them. Thank you very much. <sighs> it makes total sense. I mean, I mean, you work hard all your life to spend your father's money, <laughs> and you have to be interrupted constantly by schlubs and Kirkland hoodies? I don't think so. <sighs> you know what I mean? I would just have a dress code. Hmm. Well, the worst is when they make you put the booties on, but they don't wear them. It's kind of like during COVID when they would make you wear a mask and you, they didn't have to. Well, it was, it's their house. You, you Shit. Know. I mean, well, uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Those kind of rules bother me more. Mm. That's more That's more outward like dismissiveness. I think the I think the tradition of like keeping you know the staff unseen is makes sense though. You just don't want your life interrupted. But yeah. once your life's interrupted, I don't think at that point you should dehumanize anyone. No. That's not good. Oh, I'm just thinking like, oh, if you have to go to his house, you have to wear a white button down in jeans. Because I won't see it. I'll just be like, uh. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's like just nicer than like, you know, schlubs. I mean, I just think you would call up, you know, your liaison at such and such gallery and they'd be like, yeah, we don't have anyone to send you. All these guys have been drinking uh, PBRs and farting in a truck oh yeah there ain't no white shirts to be found and if there are they got chili stains on them oh god (laughs) chili stains (laughs) oh boy Uh (laughs) uh-oh chili stains oh man chili stains perhaps yeah you never know jesus h christ they got some wild shit at the hot bar at hudson market man 
Oh, are you, you, are you hitting up the HUD, the HUD mark? I haven't been hitting it up too much. I've been buying my lunch once a week now because uh, shrinkflation at Trader Joe's is oh. uh, literally, I did the math on this and mm-hmm. figured out that it is exactly 20% less. Because I used to buy the exact same uh, sequence of ingredients because uh-huh. I eat the same thing for lunch every day. Mm-hmm. And it added up perfectly to five lunches. Right. And now I get the same thing and it adds up perfectly to four. Oh. 20% reduction. Can you believe that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think what I'm realizing is like I, I spend a lot, you know, because I had no groceries. So I was like, I got a, I got a haul, you know, but I got a lot of frozen stuff. Because now it like fresh is just a little too like constraining. I'm like, hey, I can't eat all this shit, you know. Yeah. And B, I don't want to throw anything out. So we're gonna have this frozen stuff of like vegetable things. And what do you gotta do? You gotta microwave it or saute it for like five minutes, fine, I can do that. Instead of like, fuck, what am I gonna do? Chop up these fucking things? I don't know. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just want someone else to do the chopping. Yeah, you don't like chopping. It's fucking my knife skills are fine, but I don't want to like do it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't mind doing the chopping. I actually, I kind of like it as a ritual, but it is difficult when you get into these like pre-programmed like uh, healthy habits, and then you have things to do. You're like, oh man. Oh, I've gone like now. Th- it bothers me on a number of levels not to be able to do the thing I need to do at the time that I like to do it. Yeah, I'm at like day three of not having my little morning yogurt and oats thing. I'm like, oh, it hurts. Yeah, it's a bother. It's not great. No, it doesn't feel good. There's something nice about, uh, especially I think as you age, just you have your routines and you settle into them. And when they're disrupted. I just want one, you know, I don't want to think about breakfast. It's well, the right. one thing I'm like, yeah. I, no, I don't want to. Nobody wants to think that early in the morning. No. You want to get up and you want to know what's happening. But if I if I even get to the couch, I'm not going to get up and make it beforehand before I go to bed. We're falling asleep oh. on that couch for about five minutes. And yeah, go, I, gotta see, get I up. see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've seen me do this. I mean, God, this conversation is boring as hell. But anyway, you've seen me do this. Uh, I come home from work or the studio, and I like to keep the energy flowing. Oh, I, I can't make do that. the lunch and I make the dinner and I do all the morning stuff, like make coffee and all that. I do that right away. Can't do it because sit down. I like to settle in and chill and not have to do anything i don't like to get up out of my chair i'm definitely yeah. transitioning into like football old man where I, like there's just an impression of me in the recliner oh yeah well and i'm just like honey i need another burr oh my god you know yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> except in my case it's going to be halo i'm still thinking about halo don't get it i have to get it don't get it i, I mean i am i gonna pre-order Oh, I didn't pre-order. I have to pre-order. The Harry Potter thing? No. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck do you think I am? No, Zelda, May 16th. Oh, a new one, huh? Yeah, you know what? I was yes. having this conversation with somebody. It might have been you, but I-, I was surprised to remember that Breath of the Wild is like an old game now. It's like six years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. It seems like it was just yesterday. I only played, I played it three years ago. Wow, that's fucking nuts. Time is wild, man. Yeah, it really is. That's how I got fat, so I'm a little nervous. I'm like, oh, oh, well, that's what happens. That's how it works. Well, I've fine. been getting into South Park again, rewatching old episodes of it, and as a matter of fact, tonight before you arrived to the podcast, I revisited the classic episode "Make Love, Not Warcraft." What? It takes place half in the South Park animation and half in World of Warcraft. 
and the boys are on a quest to take down another nerd who's killing them in the game. Is the nerd the three hundred pound man? Yeah. Who's like, yeah, that doesn't move. Clicking the, the, the basically, basically yeah. the the bit of the show is just cutting back and forth from like seriously uber cool action to like just them getting fatter and fatter as they sit God. at their computers. <laughs> Mom, toilet. What? And then Cartman's mom brings down a dish and he just diarrhea's in it. Ew. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Oh man. You gotta give those guys credit. They've they they're still at it. They're on season twenty six. That's now. insane to me. Yeah. Still on Comedy Central? I believe so. Is it, is they don't they do abbreviated seasons now. They're only like six episodes long. They do it they do them when they want to. And it's the classic format of a show that used to be better, but the creators haven't moved on. We're like, you know, we'll do six episodes a year and one of them will be okay. Oh, and yeah. then we're phoning the other ones in. But it's still worth a watch. It's better than most stuff, honestly. Oh, I don't know about that. but I think it is. You know. I don't know. Well, I... now after the Rick and Morty guy got caught diddling weird, teenagers, yeah. though, mm. you know. There's no adult cartoons for anyone to watch. I'd rather watch the one with diarrhea than the one with pedophilia. I'll tell you that. Wow. I mean, he. I, I read a long, like, I don't know if it was Salon or uh, The Atlantic, but it was just like, the empire that was built was so expensive, like, made, you know, was paying a lot of people and was bringing in a lot of cash. So they're, oh, just, yeah. they're just like, yeah, we'll jettison you. We don't fucking care. Oh, yeah. The American, Rick and Morty guy. Yeah. Julian, whatever his name is. No. Isn't that his name? What's his name? Uh-uh. Rick? No. Nope. Dan Harmon's friend. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Who cares? But yeah, I mean... Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. That's correct. Um, Yeah, I mean, once an empire grows large enough, they're like, you're just an employee here. Get out. Yeah, they don't... Doesn't yeah, matter no one if cares. you, like, yeah. co-created this show. F- fucking get lost. Yeah. We was, can do this without you now. It basically was like, yeah. we already do this without you, so yeah. we don't fucking care. He's just cashing a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care. Nah. Oh, man. You know, you know, I you made fun of me on the last episode or the one before that, a recent episode, because I wanted to talk about the Chinese spy balloon. I just said I was not and willing you to entertain it. Wouldn't let me. Yeah. But this episode, I have to insist. What's this other flying that object we talk that about Canada this shot stuff. down? I have to insist because this is fascinating on a number of levels. I'm genuinely like very obsessed with it right now. Oh God. So, uh, do you want a refresher on this? I should just do it, because who knows? I mean, there was the one in Carolina. So, what happened was the, ch- the quote-unquote Chinese spy balloon that everybody heard about. Uh-huh. It, it flew over the United States like a week or two ago, and they eventually shot it down over South Carolina. But that was very obviously a balloon. Whether it was Chinese in origin, it just Whatever. depends yeah. what you believe. I'll get to the narrative aspect of this later. Of but course. Then, this weekend... In a span of 72 hours, they shot down something over Prudhoe Bay in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Less than 24 hours later, they shot down another something in the Yukon Territory in Canada. Hmm. Less than 24 hours after that, they shot another something oh. down over Lake Huron, just north of Michigan, between Canada and the United States. Why these are all happening around borders is strange. Well, of course it would happen on borders, though. So those are the main... Like, Uh big incidents, and it's notable because no one is attempting to explain what they are. Well, they're just saying objects, and I'm like, uh, we're not doing, you know, unveiling aliens here on on this day of our I'm not sure we're not. I don't think anybody's sure what this is, Mm -hmm. to be frank. But what happened was, after that balloon came through, I guess NORAD, 
North American Aerospace Defense. Yeah. They fine-tuned their radars and their other sensors because normally those things are calibrated to detect ICBMs, submarines, bombers, large things. Right. Large, fast-moving things. That's what they're normally looking for. So they changed it to look for... Small shits. Smaller things. Yeah. With all sorts of altitudes and movements, and they ended up finding a fucking shit ton of them. Well, how, how how often are those just flying around all over the place, and how many do we fly around all right. over the place? Right. But so by calibrating this, th- they find all these things, and they start shooting them down. Right. Not all of them, but yeah. the, but select ones that are flying at certain altitudes that seem to present some kind of danger because we don't know what they are. Right. The thing is, if they were balloons, I think the government would just say that. I think if they did know what they were, there wouldn't really be a motivation to veil it. Yeah. I think some... they genuinely don't know what these things are. No, oh, just some drones. And I do think as it relates to UFOs, like since the 40s, yeah. whatever these are is that. It's the same phenomenon. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that they're of extraterrestrial origin. Mm. In fact, like the more, you know, the more interest you take in the whole UAP UFO phenomenon, you find that most people that like have studied this for a long time and are earnest about it and not dismissive of it are pretty agnostic about the alien question. Like, very few people actually think that. Oh. Mostly it's this, we don't know what this is, but we should fucking figure out what it is. Mm. Because whether it's surveillance technology or what, whatever it is, yeah. we should take it seriously at least. Right. But most people think, maybe aliens, we just don't know enough. But well, nobody says, like, definitively it's little green uh, men or whatever. Yeah, of course. This is, that is very much a tactic to make this conversation unpalatable to people to a certain set of people so whatever is happening is that phenomenon or there's multiple things that constitute that phenomenon that we don't know about well and back to the point i genuinely think if the government was sure they were balloons of some kind part of the narrative motivation for this right obviously is trying to manufacture consent for further escalation with china and yes of course very clearly that's one one aspect of this so if they knew the people who who are advising there's some sort of advisor thing that's like, wow, a proxy war with China would be really great for business. I don't think it would be good for business. I mean, a proxy war, maybe, sort of, but no, it wouldn't. I mean, not, nah, no. It would be bad for everyday people, but like billionaires would be like sick. Yeah, sure. People would be cashing checks on it. It's always yeah. good for th- that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I genuinely think that even business people, they don't necessarily like that. I mean, if you're like a missile manufacturer or if you're Palantir or something, yeah. maybe. But like, no, because that it, business people, much like almost anyone, they don't like increased uncertainty. Yeah. So bad. even if yeah. you stand to make millions, like for a guaranteed reason, when you uncre- when you increase the uncertainty to potential like nuclear war, yeah, it's too far. Oh yeah, that's not a risk reward ratio that anybody likes. No, I think other, I think multiple incentives add up to these. Also, kind of things, how but. how often have we had you know incursions on everyday life? You know what no one likes is another hiccup in getting shit done, or oh, getting goods and services sure. or whatever. Like it's just like we can't buy from that supplier we can't order from that like it's a fucking nightmare Uh, and i think i've mentioned to you privately and maybe on the podcast before that like if something were to happen to the semiconductor manufacturing facilities in taiwan like they're going to seize personal computers to make sidewinder missiles with 
like they can't get those from anywhere else and it takes decades to tool up factories like that like if if some shit goes off around that ukraine's a fucking shithole there's nothing in ukraine sorry people from there but there just isn't there's wheat and there's gasoline no one gives a fuck you can like fig- the Ohio of Europe. Yeah, you it's can like fine. figure that out. Yeah. But the shit that's in Taiwan, you nobody can do it. So you know, and it, it's like a, the type of facility that like if there's a single like human hair in there, they have to shut the place down. Oh, right. So yeah. like if there's a war on that island, you're gonna it's gonna, we're gonna be fucked. Mm-hmm. No more phones and blah 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 for consumers, but the military would also be fucked. At, it, yeah. At which well. point, whatever happens to everyday citizens. It, nothing's off the table right anymore mm. so nobody likes that nobody no. wants that but they are trying to gear up for something like that because i think everybody sees this as inevitable one way or another or at the very least we don't know what the chinese want to do and if they decide to do something we got to have the population at least somewhat on board with it mm. and incursions into our airspace are a very good like fear tactic yeah mm. but you know setting all the china stuff aside I am waiting with bated breath. Who knows what they'll actually tell us about what they find? Because mm-hmm. I'm getting conflicting reports in my research here. Some pl- sources say they did find wreckage and are in the process of collecting it. Others, like pilot accounts that say we blew it up and then it just kind of disappeared. What? The the pilot reports from these encounters are the freakiest thing. Like two pilots on the same object that saw different things in different places. Oh, shit like this that makes no, that makes no sense that report like different speeds different altitudes different shapes mm. uh very weird what the the weirdest most uncanny one was you know much like the 2017 reports with that uh, had those videos yeah. that the new york times published one of the pilots was like it had no visible means of propulsion it was just hovering there hmm. and like they know the difference between a fucking balloon and like a mechanical thing right yeah. They don't make that mistake. Like these people have thousands of hours. They've been in the global war on terror, you know. One of the other interesting things was that one, that one over Lake Huron, they had to fire two missiles at it because the first one locked on target and then missed and disappeared. Oh. Where to go? Nobody knows. They didn't recover it. That's bad. So what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Either there's like a missile live in the somewhere, water, f- yeah, somewhere floating which around. Which they're not going to let that happen. Those, first of all, those things cost half a million dollars. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to be scooping those out of the to lake. even have fired a second one. Yeah, it needs approval. The pilot like doesn't decide that. Right. Eh, they're getting know. like command on the ground authorizing them to take a second shot. Oh yeah. That is that is not happening by their call. Mm. And that's the other thing. the The weird thing about the three incidents, if let's say there's things all like this all over yeah. the airspace, is these jets cost a quarter of a billion dollars. The pilots take 26,000 hours to train. Right. The missiles are expensive. You don't launch one of those and authorize a shoot down unless you think you're playing with the full deck. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not doing that willy-nilly for well, show. Is this, is this why we've built a billion planes over the past like 10 years, 10, 20 years? We've always been building a billion planes. I mean, but yeah. the, but the idea is to just be the global military so that you can't be fucked with. I really mm. don't. I really think that whatever this phenomenon is is freaking everyone out. Mm. the The freakiest aspect of it is that, you know, it's one thing to have like an unexplained anomaly that might challenge like people's foundational assumptions about what is real, yeah, uh, or about what we know. But it's another thing in a time where like. 
all of our technologies are starting to blur the line between what is fact and what is fiction just inherently you can't tell right and then there's been an incentive for uh, at the very least the last 10 years but really the last 30 40 50 years of increasing uh narrative warfare and disinformation like the reason i think this is a big deal is the combination of all three of those things it's not just like Mm. oh aliens or oh whatever it's like this is genuinely really, really difficult to make sense of. And I would wager that it's also difficult to make sense of for the government for the exact same reason. And I, uh, and I think it, for the proles, it's going to be extra hard because whatever you hear about this lies. You know, mm-hmm. think about the beginning of the Ukraine war. Remember the ghost of Kiev? And it's like just a totally manufactured phenomenon that, oh, that like yeah. female fighter pilot that was like shooting down every Russian in the sky. And it's like they, they just made that up. Or, like, those mm. videos of, like, Russians bombing Kiev that were just, like, CGI. Like What? Yeah. There was these really high-profile videos a few days after that war started of jets, like, uh, strafing Kiev. And it turned out later people, like, picked them apart and were like, oh, that's actually a Paris city street. They just, like, made it like a movie scene. Oh. You know, oh. and compressed it and resed it down so it looked so real. So you couldn't and, tell, yeah. And, but people figured it out. Ugh. Like, every single thing you see and are told is not 100% true. You have to, like, try to piece all this shit together. And they'll never tell us. Well. You know, if they say they found no wreckage, you can't just invert. The hard part about wagering on this is you can't just inverse it either. If they say they found nothing, you can't just think, well, that means they did and they're hiding it. Yeah. That's yeah. Th- that's just as likely as them not having found anything. Yeah. It's that, mm. it's very confusing. It I'm, gives tinfoil hat people a lot of uh, yarn to spin, you know? Well, here's the thing I have to say about that. Is like, if you think the tinfoil hat people are any less credible than any other type of source at this point, I don't know what you're on about. Because after the whole COVID phenomenon and basically all of the tinfoil hat people got the beats of it basically right. And the official sources did not. And it took people three years to really like kind of come around to that. And a lot of people never came around to that. And watching people like ideologically captured because they can't imagine that Alex Jones might have been more right than the New York Times is weird. And like if you're a, a smart person that's like trying to track as many different pieces as you can at a time, um, it's kind of rough to like just listen to people talk or not talk about things. Like part of the, the, thing that's going on this weekend that's freaked me out is i nobody at work seems to care i mean you guys hear about this and and i'm like but but guys like this is a lot of different like ufos are real guys well no no i I don't i don't push it because I, i part of what i'm saying with this idea of the of the narrative war and watching people and and not trying to give um not trying to give authority to the people with tinfoil hats, but at least give them some amount of credibility is like, yeah, I've learned that like you don't really want to touch that hot potato because the people that um, are just more comfortable believing one line of thinking. That's most um, people. Right. Uh, so, are better off. Yeah. Staying that way. And it, and it benefits me more to just leave it alone. But, I, I, but you know, also I've learned over time that m- most people are not as, um, are not as asleep as you think they are. They're just doing the exact same thing that you are, which is wait for someone else to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like slide out little bits of what you actually think when the vibe feels right. And I like to be the person that provides that. 
Oh. I like to be like, you can talk to me about anything. Yeah. And when and when you especially in a workplace, that's like just a good example. But this happens in all social situations, really. If you can introduce that uh, concept subtly that you can tell me anything, people really appreciate that and do really open up because they might not even have people in their like personal relationships they can talk to about this. Huh. I have a coworker I won't name that like I get the sense that like he's interested in this stuff, but his wife doesn't want to hear it. And yeah, he's mostly raising a kid with her, so it's probably a good idea to not really talk about it. Yeah. But, you know, if I give permission, he'll let some stuff slip that I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay. I know where your head's at now a little better. Why and we'll both wink and nod at each other <sighs> and be like, all right, like, we don't have to let anyone else in on this. It'll be our little secret, but. Uh, that's not really a good boundary at, in the workplace, just throwing that out there. You know, no, I think it's great, but only among men. I don't trust women with this for one second. I'm just oh, being Jesus totally honest. Christ. I would never. The I would bro never code is real for for wild shit. One thousand percent. Oh boy. Yeah. I don't know. I. But I don't know, man. I'm juiced up about I this. I haven't had like colleagues at my level for so long that I'm just like I can't talk to anybody. I got to keep all the crazy shit to myself. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like most people live their lives in that kind of isolated state for whatever reason. Mm. And your situation is a good one. You're a manager that mostly deals with like other people that aren't on your level. Yeah. You can think about that as an aspect of everybody's lives. Like, dude, nobody's on my level. No. Oh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like to bring people to my level. I'm all about elevating. <laughs> or you're dragging them down. You never know. Uh, you know what? You're in charge of the elevator, but is it going up? Is it going down? You don't know. Based on my track record, I'm probably dragging them down. Just... <laughs> If you're listening to this and you respect me, stop. Oh, I stopped years ago. Oh. But that shit went out the window. That being said, I, listen, I, I mean, obviously I'm fired up about this, but yeah. I do want to know what, like, what have you been thinking about it at all? Do you care? Is it not the workplace dynamics, but yeah. the, the, the goofy shit, shit in the sky? Yeah. What do you think about it? I don't know. I, I don't because I was like, huh. The one quote about, we're saying object for reasons, guys, winky, winky. And I was like, all right. And then, you know, and then it's the the meme from 2020 of, like, the people in the gray suits going, like, July 2020. Like, oh, my God, we're up next. Oh, my God. Like, oh, so nervous. I was like, I don't need this. I don't want, uh-uh. If it is, honestly, just fucking lie to me. Don't even, don't even care anymore. Which is probably what's going to happen oh, for yeah. the most part. And, and, and you know... The news cycle just does its thing, right? Like, something else will come up. I'm always, like, wondering what is actually happening in the world that, like, we gotta, like, we gotta have balloons and shit for people to be, like, scooting on around. Well, you know, there's a lot involved. Like, a lot happened. A lot happened the last couple weeks. That, again, gives me, like, early 2020s vibes where it it doesn't add up to anything, like, coherent. The tinfoil hat people will try to, like, connect all the red string but it's a reach usually. But there is a lot of stuff happening. Like that train derailment in Ohio is wild. Is crazy. And it was an uncontrolled burn of vinyl chloride. Yeah, I know. Well, and the fact Holy shit, that's not good. The fact that the um the uh Noah Bombach uh adaptation of the DeLillo book White Noise just came out. Oh. And the primary drive plot driver in that story is the airborne toxic event, which is a train derailment of a chemical. Great. And there's images from that movie that look the same. There's images from the book, obviously, that conjure the same kind of thing. Yeah. 
and get this. It was uh, filmed in Ohio, like 40 minutes north of where that happened. <laughs> so I don't know if you're familiar with a thing called predictive programming, but like the tinfoil hat people are out of their minds on, it. on yeah. this one. And also, like, it's not getting the amount of media coverage that no. it should get. There's a lot of political implications to it. Like, the, you know, the railroad workers were on a very high-profile yes. strike that the federal government just said, fuck you, go back to work, you don't get any sick days, fuck uh-huh. off. Yeah. And then this happens. So when you're talking about things that are more abstract, like the UFO phenomenon and shooting them down, can you even believe that that's, like, a thing? They're shooting down UFOs, man. Like, people need to get this through their heads. I th- you don't have to be ex- as excited about it as I am, but Jesus fucking Christ, whatever that means, that's fucking nuts. I'm getting 2020 flashbacks when I would be sitting here quietly, and you run into the room going, <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, no. I think I have a more level head having gone through that experience, though. Mm. But I but I am feeling, like, very enthralled by it. It's, I gotta be honest, I just am. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't do anything for me. I don't really, I don't care. I mean, I care about the train thing because I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean you just burn that shit? Are you stupid? Well, that's what we were talking about, right? Is like, what are they potentially distracting from? So yeah, if, you, that... if, if you want to talk about the like narrative element of it that it, that is uh, somewhat intentionally like distraction based. Yeah, they're, they're probably trying to cover up the severity of that. I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, it almost makes me wish I had TikTok because a lot of... um. People are like, I smell it in the air, like, and I am not near there. A lot of the on the ground stuff that is now censored from YouTube, that is censored from most social media, you can find it on Twitter and TikTok now. Yeah. But a lot of the like people on the ground are having very negative experiences that are being really brushed under the rug by the minimal reporting on the situation. No one wants to go to East Palestine, Ohio. Well, that's the thing. It happened to it happened to the Trump supporters, so no one cares. Like that that is an element of that. Like it or not, that's how liberals in New York feel about it. But that, like, that shit will get in the groundwater of like the Ohio River. Oh yeah. Like that's I don't know. Bad. Well, yeah. and just like any other story, like even if everything that government agencies and and reporters are saying about it is true, like we did a controlled burn, the all the levels are normal. It's like, nah. I, I, first of all, I doubt that. But even if that is true, like you do have a responsibility just because the of the optics of a situation like that to take it a little more seriously and err on the more conservative side of, hey, this looks bad. It probably is bad. Yeah. Taking the attitude that this looks bad, but it's totally fine gives Chernobyl vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It That's not like a functioning society doesn't look at a train derailment and a mushroom cloud and that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. No. Um, Everyone reporting on it should be. How did this happen? What is the corporate responsibility here? I haven't heard well, any talk about that. The, the offer was basically worked out to be like $500 per person in the town. I saw a figure that was $5. Oh, no, it was five. Per okay, yeah. It was the, the, the railroad company responsible is worth something like five and some change billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And they were offering. No, $55 billion. $50, $55 billion. And they were offering something like $250,000 for the entire town as like restitution. That's ridiculous. That's when you get Erin Brockovich on, on the yeah. case and she Julia Roberts kicks in a door and is like, who fucked up? Oh, but as we know, like, look at Flint, Michigan. Nobody gives a shit. It'll just sit there rotting like that. Or like that town in Pennsylvania that has like a fire in the coal mine underneath it that's been raging for 50 years. Like, Wait, what? These, yeah. These kind of industrial what acts. <laughs> yeah, there's a town. I think it was called like Hell, Pennsylvania or something. But there's a town in Pennsylvania that a fire 
spontaneously combusted in a coal mine like in the 60s. And the coal company said, well, limited liability. It's not really on us. We're leaving town. So everybody lost their jobs and then has just been living on top of like a burning coal mine. And there's like sinkholes and stuff that periodically open up because the fires underneath their town like will collapse and they'll swallow somebody's house. Or And the people there have no choice but to stay. I mean, they're all basically on the government dole now because they can't get a job. They're all uh, sick. Right, yeah. It's like really fucked up. But <sighs> industrial accidents, especially ones that involve industries that have uh, collaboration with the government, they don't, it just, they just stop. No one cares. Yeah. If you don't live there, no one cares. And Aaron yeah. Brockovich is a nice story about a white lady that gets to be important by saving all the browns or whatever. Oy. But like, if that doesn't happen, if there's not a white lady that cares, if there's not a rich white lady that cares, she was not rich at matter, the time. You know, she was very poor. Yeah, well, she leveraged that into. But now she's very a rich. Lot, oh, so. she's super rich. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of those people that were impacted by that event ended up seeing that money. No, they did wrong. They got like several hundred million dollar checks. Well, in the original suit, I'm aware yeah. of that, but yeah. I, I just mean later. Making oh, yeah. yourself into a media personality off of your sainthood is it's kind of like good. not what yeah, you should not, do. It's not great. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, yeah, I mean, the point was we were talking about what gets what is being disguised, yeah. you know. And the other th- the other thing was like I, I forget what the exact dynamics of this were, but like Epstein's client list is being published. Oh, in coming days, that was hmm. something that through the whole. Ghislaine Maxwell trial was like a big deal that they weren't presenting that as evidence. Mm -hmm. Not her giving it up. She had no choice. Why did the fucking prosecutors not bring that into the courtroom? Because Bill Clinton and like Chris Tucker are on that list or whatever. You know what I mean? They're not, they're just not going to do that. But apparently somehow that's going to happen too. So there's lots of stuff, but this is all going on all the time is what I'm saying. Yeah. But when you get a big one and most people are just so turned off by the idea of, caring about anything which i relate to i get it um but also just so confused because the last few years have been so confusing i think the exhaustion is what everybody hopes for that's this is crazy if we just admit it everybody's exhausted right now we don't have to tell them really anything right we just have to admit that there is a phenomenon Uh and then everyone will forget about it well yeah too tired will work too tired yeah yeah but i don't know something's up and and i'm I, i hope i don't know the the naive part of me just hopes that we get some kind of answer to whatever whatever's going on in the sky is interesting it's scary weird all sorts of feelings but hmm. um god damn if that doesn't pique my curiosity that's amazing it it's a uh, i don't know that it's on a border is a little weird you know well in almost every case they're they're near some kind of military base uh, i mean regardless though well the other thing i didn't even get to this holy shit so i'm making it sound like it was like a u.s canada phenomenon which it seems to mostly be because we have the most means to track and find these things and shoot them down but um uruguay had one Mm -hmm. this is where this is this is what'll really bake your cookie like where's that in south america they had one they scrambled their air force they weren't able to shoot it down probably because they have inferior technology to Mm -hmm. us um, but they had one. The Chinese claimed to have a bunch, which oh. of course they blamed on us because yeah, of the yeah. balloon. But everyone adjusted their scanners when we did, mm. and it's happening all over the world. 
Yeah, I because so, everybody be spying on each other all the time, and we don't talk about it. it that, that that does that does make sense, and is like the most awkward. The amount of like military equipment that is so far beyond what we can even imagine has been done made. You know, like Q's little treasure chest has been. You know, it's not like a watch with a laser, but it's crazier shit. Where they're like, yeah, we have this tiny ass drone, and it's just zipping around. And we can just pick up a lot of stuff perhaps i definitely think that you're right about that and that's a very common point i mean the amount missing from the like pentagon audits every year is like more than 50 percent of gdp yeah like they're missing trillions of dollars that we don't know where they go i think most of that is just petty corruption frankly and it's just people siphoning things off into like you know panama Papers style bank accounts that's the majority of that. But it's also paying off it's paying off information. Even but even if a fraction of that is for black projects or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Here's the difference. You know, when the stealth bomber was unveiled, that that was during the Persian Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Like the public didn't know about that until we had to use the weapon. Yeah. But people had been seeing those in Nevada for two decades as it was being developed and thinking they were UFOs, right? Right. Here's the difference with these. The movements of these things that are documented defy what we know about physics. Mm. That's the difference. So what you're claiming is not that they made a better airplane. What you're claiming is that they made like a a several hundred year leap at minimum Mm. in terms of fundamental developments about what we know about the universe. Hmm. And they kept that all a secret? Mm, Maybe. It's possible but I don't think that's very probable. So it seems like a very like easy solution at first. Oh, it's just military technology we don't know about. Mm. If that were the case, though, why would we be shooting them down? Even if they're not mm. ours, wouldn't you have some incentive to capture that? Because you don't have yeah, that yeah, yet, that's and the you thing. want well, that. This is, I, the other thing is like you don't want to deploy your own secret secret project robot into the sky to go get that because you're like oh, we don't need other people don't need to know that we have it like and if you're doing all this stuff why would you tell anybody it's about cold war it? level like paranoia again because they're all they're still all like you know remnant cold war rememberers sure sure so they're like we don't we don't use our good shit to take out their good shit because we no one needs to know yeah but you know what also happened quite frequently during the cold war that they just didn't bother to mention were things called broken arrows where uh you know, because we had planes and submarines circling the globe 24 hours a day with active nuclear weapons on them, ready to just take the Ruskies out. Sometimes those planes would have accidents and they would fall down in the middle of the country and there would be live nuclear weapons in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Those things were eventually declassified when that threat didn't exist anymore after the fall of the Berlin That's Wall. What, you, see, that, you ever see that picture of that one field that has a bunch of trees in it? Because they're like, oh, yeah, we lost one in there. We're not going in. We're not going in there. I mean, they're going to go get it back because you don't want somebody else to get it. Mm. You know. But my point is this, that the fact that we are being told about this is meaningful. That's why every dimension of this story is interesting to me. Hmm. Even if we're being, even if what we're being told about is an entire fabrication, the need to create that narrative is weird. Hmm. Even if it's misdirection, whatever, whatever is at the root of this somewhere, yeah, is huge deal. Huh. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to know about it. If it was secret military tech that they wanted to reverse engineer, they would shoot them down, recover the wreckage, and say nothing. Yes. 
There's no reason to unveil your hand. Forget about your population. You don't want your enemy to know that that's what you're doing. Why have we been told that they adjusted the sensors at Nora? Like, these things are weird. This is really weird. By the way, you know, shooting down four things in the course of a weekend, that's the only time that's ever happened in North America. Hmm. Even during the Cold War, we didn't shoot things down. Well, they were in subs, right? Well, because they were carrying nukes, presumably, or they had pilots on them. You would create diplomatic snafus. Right. Sending up F-22s to shoot things down over United States airspace has never really happened before. Hmm. Like, ever. Well. Except in tests. Yeah, we also haven't, you know, things don't come to us. That's right. We got that those sweet, sweet oceans. Yeah. I don't know. It just ma- It just makes me question a lot of fundamental things. I'm not claiming to have any answers here, but I think the whole thing is just fucking really bizarre. Mm. And it's just getting started, you know? Like, even if this disappears from the news cycle, which it inevitably will. I mean, think about how big of a deal Jeffrey Epstein, like, really is as a reveal. And then how quickly that's just like, mm, forget about it. And it pops back up every once in a while because something big happens. Galen well, gets caught, whatever. But, like, that's a huge fucking The amount of, like, problem, you know, sex you trafficking know. that happens on a daily basis is also just, like, far grander than just, like rich white guys doing it yeah of, of course but the obvious imp- the obvious implication that world leaders are in cahoots about this and pretty much using the same guy who has intelligence connections to like two different countries that's a way bigger deal than andrew tate like pimping romanian chicks like i'm sorry but it is it's a bigger deal there's a lot of andrew tates there's not a lot of jeffrey epstein's mm. in the same sense that like there's a lot of fucking weather balloons there's not a lot of f-22 shooting them down with sidewinders you know what I'm saying? That's I, fucking really different. No matter what you think about the like morality or severity of any of these situations, it's really different when you know big actions are taken around these things. Well, fascinating stuff. Or it just is. It's uh, you know I don't think it. I don't think it's necessarily fascinating. I think it just is. I the mean, world. The world is machinations of how the world is run are always meant to be concealed, right? Like you. You don't want invisible hands right but hands are getting shown all over the place and it's like hey 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 hey, you guys you're doing it bad well this is what this is what i'm saying i think we're talking past each other a little bit because i'm saying the exact same thing man what's interesting is all of the dimensions of this one of which is the showing of the hands yeah i'm like keep it you may not find the like foundational reveal of a new anomaly interesting like i do i find that part interesting too but you got to admit that the hand showing is what is crazy. That's the cra- I'm like that's why I'm like uh uh-uh. don't want to think about it too much because I'm like your 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 whole thing, your whole thing. Don't show your hand, and uh, it's just people stepping in it all the time. And I'm like, can we? <sighs> Things were sim- simpler. Well, and that's why that's why to me it's important and fascinating is that inevitably it will change the trajectory of history because it used to be very easy for powers that be to keep their machinations basically private. Yeah, that was very easy for a very long time. But now it's just time. doing it and being flagrant and just going, yeah, your life's listen, pores, your life is still just gonna suck. We cannot, we control everything. Well, by yeah, the way, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, I don't think it's even a. Um, I'm not accusing you of anything. I don't even think this is a bad thing, but it is a very elite notion that basically like the only people that should have politics or worry about this type of stuff are people with power in the first place. In other words, elites are the only people that really need to worry about it. Everybody else is just, uh, you know, at the whim of the waves of power. So what, what difference does it make? 
But like, I think even on a personal level, that's a, a really disempowering like attitude to have. Well, the the ruse you know? of you know, you don't have to like want to change the structure of these things. It's just that keeping your eye on it, it, if only for yourself, yeah, keeps you a little less dead inside. Yeah. I really do think that's true. There's other ways, but you know. Well, I just I don't know. Like, what kind of a, what kind of a person are you that doesn't look at doesn't look at something like this and go like, "That's at least interesting." If you don't think that's interesting, like I don't think you have much of an internal life. Mm. And whatever internal life you think you have is probably largely uh, comprised of vanity, superficiality. Like it's a, it's a show of character to look at like. An unprecedented situation. Go, eh, boring. It's a very Cartman behavior. Mm. Screw you, God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Screw you, God. I'm going home. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you, too. And double fuck you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't really, yeah. Mm. I don't... mm. I like to keep it on the ground, you know. Yeah, things but I don't, you know, I don't things think, on the ground are a little more. I don't think we have much of a choice but to concern ourselves with it. It's like we're all in this together. Whatever implications this has mm. are going to affect you. Ugh. They are. I can pry my telephone out of my and cold, no one dead has hands. a choice in that, you know. The government can have my iPad as long as they give me a refund. Oh, they can't have my iPad. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Oh my God! What do you think I go to the gun range for? <laughs> that nine millimeter protects old silver over there. The nine millimeter. I got a silver bullet for you and a silver pad for me, baby. Wow. <laughs> oh boy, that's gonna be so useful when it's lockbox eight hours away. Well, you know, Eric Adams doesn't need to know everything. Jesus Christ! If they're not gonna tell me what the UAPs are, I can. You know, I got Ohio plates. I can sneak one in. <sighs> Can't wait for the the border patrol at the Holland Tunnel now. Great. Oh, what do you mean picking me up? Hmm. What do you mean picking me up? Or are they are they putting yeah. the border patrol at Holland? They'll, yeah, Tunnel they'll now? just be like, eh, oh. "Are right, you coming yeah. in?" Mm-hmm. Well, everybody getting a car search now. It's like TJ. Hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know who put that in there. It could have been any old methy person at the Walmart just stashing their piece after they crapped, uh, capped grandma in her little zoomy chair. I mean, um, I don't think, yeah, I was going to say that I don't think that that happens, but. I think it happens more it's than It's happened a lot, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Okay. Late I'm at night. Going to take bye your bye. tinfoil hat off? Yeah. Yeah.